Morning and welcome. It's the Your Harrogate podcast with Hacks and it's Nick Hancock here with a very special guest coming in a minute or two. We've had a great week so far. Do you know, despite what happened on Sunday night, we've had a really good week. The Great Yorkshire Show, in my opinion, and look, what do I know about these things? But in my opinion, it's been better spread over more days, having fewer people. To me, as far as I've seen, it's made it much more enjoyable going around the Yorkshire show because you've had a bit more space and the queues haven't been as long. So to me, that's been excellent. And also the traffic. I mean, the traffic in Harrogate is never ideal, but it doesn't seem so far this week to me to have been too bad, to be honest. So again, I, I, I've got to say, I, I'm all for a four-day Yorkshire show. I, I'll be I'll be emailing in my suggestion with my TripAdvisor review later. Uh, we've also got the Wheaton show this weekend. I don't know if you've seen the weather forecast as well. Sunny and like 25, 26 degrees this weekend in Harrogate, so it's looking really, really good. And we're looking a bit further ahead today. We're looking to the start of September when we have a superstar performing at Harewood House. Alfie Bow is going to be in concert. We're going to have tickets for this to give away on your Harrogate very soon, by the way. And today we talk on Zoom to the one and only Alfie Bow. Thank you. Thank you very much for your time. Um, first of all, um, the England match. Uh, <laughs> where, where, did you watch, where did you watch the game? I was here in my, uh, in my apartment building and they have like a couple of TVs in like some of the social rooms. And, and so I went and just sat on the sofa and what, there, was, there, was about, there was only about six of us that, that were British watching the game, you know, <laughs> Being away from being away from home when all that was going on, did it make you feel a bit homesick? Oh man, I miss England every day. I really do. I love I love my home my home country. Um, it's a beautiful land, and you know I'm I'm going to come back and have a place there at some point. You know because I travel a lot. I'm in America working at the moment doing a doing um preparation for jobs for next year and preparation for my new album. So that's really why I'm. I'm here. My kids live here as well, so I'm I'm, I'm uh, spending a lot of time with them, That's and and love loving every minute, loving every minute with them. So do you, we were talking about um, Harewood House on the third of September. Do you know Harewood yeah. House? I do know it. Yeah, I've not played there before, but I know it very well, and I'm thrilled to be. I mean, it's such a it's such a beautiful setting. It's going to be a, a wonderful evening. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. And it's the, I think it's the first gig that I've done since in England since last, oh my goodness, since last August. I think that was the last time I performed live on stage at, in, at home was, was, um, was August last year. So what do you think that's going to do for how the night feels and how people react? Because we've seen, we've seen, haven't we, a bit with, with what happened with the football, this kind of yeah. sent up sort of, I don't know, it's, it's a release almost, isn't it, for people to be out and again. But music, music is so good for people, isn't it? And, and, and seeing a live performance and everything. So I would imagine the crowds are going to be, you know, on the edge of yeah. their seats with this. I think everybody's going to want to have a good time. They wanna, they're going to want to be happy. They're going to want to listen to up-tempo, happy, vibrant music. There's going to be those emotional moments as well in the show, but... Um, Predominantly, I want I want everybody to just 
have so much fun to be dancing, to be laughing, to be chatting while I'm singing with their families. It's just, that's what it's all about in a, an event like this, you know, it's, it, it's, um, it's wonderful. And so I, I'm thrilled to be doing this, uh, you know, to be sort of one of the first festivals and be performing um, uh, in it uh, after this uh, crazy time. So I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm excited. I'm a little nervous because, like I said, I've not performed for a while. So I've got what to do. Exactly. You know, <laughs> I'll go and dust off my jacket, and you know, see. How it have you? You must have missed. You must have missed performing then. It's what I do. It's the main part of my job. You know, I make albums. Yeah, I do all that. I make records. But the 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 thing I like most about my job is getting in front of an audience, and and. Uh, there's no replacement for that, you know. I mean, that's that's what I was born to do, and and you know, I I I, uh, I love seeing the faces, I love seeing the reactions, I love hearing them sing along, and yeah, it's great fun. I love watching them get drunk as well. Yeah, of course, <laughs> and and uh, and drunker as the night goes on. Yeah, but more more sort of hoops and hollers as the night goes on. And exactly. And Covid has been so tough, hasn't it, on the arts? It, it's it's sort of probably been a bit underplayed, really. But the arts and culture sector has yeah. had such a tough time. It it has it has. It's been difficult for a lot of performers, mainly a lot of young performers who who have just started in the business and then want you know are beginning to build the careers and then had this kick in the side, and so they have to sort of. Get another job to survive or whatever for the time period for the time being um i know a lot of young singers like that and yeah it's been it is it has been tough on theater but you know it's not life and death on our side you know there's a lot of people who have had it a hell of a lot worse and have lost loved ones you know lost their parents within a week both of them a friend of mine who happens to be a performer lost his parents you know, like within a week of each other, and it is and it's shocking. So I can't complain about my situation. I've been very fortunate. You know, um, I've I've been able to keep working to an extent, keep creating. I've been writing a lot of new music for myself for my next album. I've been in the studio working with some wonderful writers. So I can't I can't really complain. Um, my heart goes out to all those people that have lost loved ones over this dreadful time and uh, you know I'll, they'll always be remembered and I'll always uh, always dedicate anything to them for you know for, for the the small bit of thing that I can do you know and when you talk about young young musicians young singers young performers what what would your advice be to somebody who wanted to be you know the next you what advice would you have given to yourself when, when... don't do what I did <laughs> Don't, don't mess up. <laughs> no, I, I, I would, I would just say to any young performer, you know, um, when you get the opportunity to perform, to sing, then do it. Don't hold back. Don't question it. Don't second guess it because you never know who's going to be listening. Um, keep your feet on your on the ground. Keep your feet, remember where you're from, remember the hard work that it took, because it can be taken away from you like that. Um, 
try to be humble, try to be sweet to everybody that you work with. You know, even the guy that goes and fetches you the coffee or be running the company in five years time, you know? It's, it's, it's interesting business like that. So you have to respect everybody that works with you and for you. Um, so I, I, yeah, that's, that's in this business, that's the only advice. In this business, be nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's I actually it's a bit it's a bit of a um, I think it's a bit of an underrated quality being nice. To be honest, I think it has a lot more going for it than than actually the credit it gets. It's it's unusual the journey though to go to go from from living up north and getting opportunities to go to London and everything. You know, you, you, it sort of completely makes you a fish out of water doing those things when when you're younger, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, coming from the north of England and then heading to London was a huge culture shock for me. Um, but I wanted to do it and I wanted to see what my potential was and how far I could take my business. I was only telling this story to a friend of mine the other day that I do a lot of work now for um, the uh, Prince's Trust. I've, I've, well, I've actually been doing work for the Prince's Trust since I was a student. They paid for a lot of my uh, education, uh, won a lot of scholarships uh, from them, um, the Queen Elizabeth Queen Mother Award, and 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 so they they helped me through my education. And, print, and the Prince of Wales was a big supporter of that for me. Um, and at one point, at one point, I was in return for some of the stuff I was doing, some of the stuff that they were doing for me. I I, I had to go and sing at St James's Palace in London on an opera gala for an event that they were having, that the Prince of Wales was having an event. So I was dressed in my bow tie and my tail suit and the nice crisp white shirt and the shiny shoes and singing my heart out with this operatic music and powering it out like crazy. And then the night ended and I thought, what a great success. And I packed up my bag and I got changed back into my uh, jeans and t-shirt and, and threw my bag over my back and walked down towards, back towards my uh, Royal College of Music, which was quite a ways from St. James's Palace, pulled out a sleeping bag and slept in a doorway um, because I was homeless when I was a student. At one point, I was homeless. I didn't have anywhere to live. And so it just felt like going from one extreme in an evening, yeah. singing my heart out in front of all these dignitary in St. James's Palace to then sleeping in a sleeping bag, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't shocking. It wasn't like, it, it was just something I wanted to, it was just something I thought I had to go through because I wanted to achieve. I wanted to be success. And did you know how good you were? I mean, it's difficult, isn't it? Being I, I still question it, man. I don't. <laughs> when, when you were younger, at what, at what point when people were saying to you and kind of, you know, sort of giving you feedback, uh, was, was there a point at, at, at a young age when you thought that, you know, there was something here that you could hone and... and yeah, I, I think the, fir the first time I realised I could make, make a sound or make some sort of noise that felt good, that was the big thing about singing. When it feels good, you know it's right. Um, I think the first time I felt, I felt that experience was um, uh, when I was about 14 years old, once my voice had broken. I was singing along to some Elvis songs and some, even some classic Pavarotti songs, you know, because it was big. He was massive back then during, you know, 
the the World Cup and all that. And and, and so I was singing along to him and uh, and I knew that I could hit similar notes and create a similar sound. I didn't know how I was doing it, but but it, but I, I was doing it. Um, and it took a lot of effort back then to do it, but um, so I, I knew that I had something that I could develop when I was about fourteen. Yeah, and it was, it was it was exciting times. It was really exciting times, and and the more songs I learned, the more excited about singing I became. And, and then inevitably, being from the north of England, you get told to go and get a trade. You know, don't be silly, don't mess around with anything, go and get a trade, get a job, do your apprenticeship, and then you can do whatever you want after that. So I packed in singing for a while, as soon as it was just amateur, the amateur world. And I went to be a car mechanic. And I just remember one day I just got this buzz that I had to sing. I just had to get on stage and sing again, whether it was in a chorus or in a competition or in a working men's club or whatever. And, and, and I did, I just started to sing again. And I got a lot of encouragement from colleagues, from customers at the factory that heard me singing, uh, from friends. And, and I thought, I've got to try and pursue this. And, and I did, I, went, I, I was advised by a customer that there was an audition <clears throat> for, a, for an opera company in London. I came down to London, sang for them, got taken on and did a UK tour with them. And that was my first, that was, that was my first break into uh, the professional world. So there could have been a different, sorry, you can hear my daughter's shouting her head off. No, it. that's great, man. No, that's, that's real life. I love it. Yeah, she's, love she's it. someone who, who enjoys singing, but hasn't quite got the... Uh, got the, uh, the... How, old is he, how old are your kids? She is four going on 24, and <laughs> got a, uh, my little, well, I'm quite a little boy, my son is eight. So uh, oh, quite beautiful, entertaining, very entertaining, been very entertaining during all the... I've got I've got a thirteen year old who uh, who who makes me wake up every morning with less hair on my head and more grey in my beard. <laughs> yeah, that, that rings a bell. That rings a bell. Do do people think you're related to Michael Ball? Do they think you're? <laughs> uh, no, no. Some people think we're married, but let's... <laughs> it's but no. It, you, you've got a similar look about you. Um, oh man, don't insult me. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and um, but people people really there's obviously like a, a sort of you've got obviously a, a great chemistry, haven't you? And people, yeah, people, yeah. We've we've known. Oh, and it's can't they? Yeah, Michael and myself, we've known each other for oh my word, thirteen years now, probably 13, 14 years, and um. We've we've just grown closer and closer and closer, and he's he's the biggest pain in the neck sometimes, and so am I. But we 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 tolerate that between each other, and we help each other out when we're when either one of us is down or upset or going through issues, or you know, we'll we'll pull each other up and be there for one another. And uh, yeah, I've I've missed him a lot actually. We we. The last time we were together was the Christmas album last year. And I love performing on stage with him. You know, I love that. It's it's the last tour that we did was a lot of fun. And we're gonna be we're gonna be on the road again at the end of the year, uh, doing arenas again. So that that'll be that'll be a lot of a lot of fun to do.
I know we're getting we're getting back, aren't we? We're getting back to that. Yeah. And and there's something there's something that was so missing about last Christmas, wasn't there? Really for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Will be the the Christmas to end all Christmases. But you're you guys are sort of I think you're you're sort of associated, aren't you? You've almost become like a one of the traditions of Christmas for people now, really. We have now. We've had a few Christmas TV specials, yeah. and you know this last album was number one. The Christmas album was number one, and. It's nice to have that association with Christmas, you know? It's really lovely that each year people are gonna maybe put on our record or switch on the TV and watch our special. And, and it, yeah, it's lovely that. It really is nice to, to have that connection. Yeah. We just wanna, you know, the two of us just want to entertain, want to bring a bit of joy to people's lives and, and, and keep people happy. You know, that's the main thing about, about coming out of all this is that let's be happy now we've got through let's 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 bring each other up you know and, and start to live with this issue because it's it's probably not going to go away for a while but we have to live with it and deal with it and cope with it and protect protect the vulnerable you know and and that sort of thing and and, and uh, but music is a big is a big tonic you know music uh helps people's spirits and um yeah hopefully when that's back people start to step up a little bit yeah absolutely and and Haywood House will be great on the 3rd of September and if you had to describe have you got a typical kind of fan who you know if we came along or, or do you think it's very broad appeal uh, that you've got from sort of you know kids to, to grandparents yeah I've gone through uh I've gone through lots of different stages of of, of the development of my fan base initially obviously it was uh classical a classical audience, you know, people that liked my classical side of, of, of my job. Um, then when I got the opportunity to play uh, in Les Miserables, um, I got a crazy range of, of fans from like, obviously, the elderly who love that music to middle-aged, um, the middle-aged age range to then young teenagers who are loving musical theatre and want to get in the industry they they started to um they started to follow me and um and then other other musicals that i did which were a bit more contemporary like finding neverland on broadway when i when i was in that i got a real young audience come on board and they still they still stay with me you know it's wonderful um then when i performed with pete townsend and billy idol uh, I got a lot of Who fans coming to my gigs. So it was just <clears throat> this, I can stand on stage and I can see like an older generation who are maybe into my classical world, like the, the mod rockers who are, you know, wearing their fishtail parkers and all that sort of stuff. And they've got the Who logos. And, and, and but, when, but the funny thing is, is that when I sing my classical stuff, the, the classical audience sing along. And when I sing the Who stuff, the classical audience still sing along because they're the same ages, you know? They were like, you know, it's older music. So they, they love it too. So it seems to have come full circle. Um, I'm, very, I'm very lucky with the amount of fans and, the, and the, the range of fans that I have. Great stuff. Well, really appreciate your time. Really excited that you're coming to Harewood House as well. Thank you. And Thank you. Uh, yeah, sending you um, very best wishes for uh, the gig on the 3rd of September.
if you can make the gig, come along as my guests. It'd be nice to nice to meet. Bring the bring the family. Yeah, great stuff. You regret oh. saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Take good care. So there you go. Alfie Bow plays at Howard House on Friday the 3rd of September and can't wait for that and you can find out more at yourharrogate.co.uk so thanks to Alfie Bow thanks to Hacks for sponsoring our podcast I know they've all been very busy the team from Hacks at the Great Yorkshire Show this week of course and thank you for listening and have a lovely day 